What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And I almost forgot that line, even though I've said it over 200 times. What, your name? No, just the (laughs) what up, bros. I try to, like, do it. it up. (laughs) That's, no, funny thing about that, I was going to go, like, bros, up is what? But then, like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I'm like, wait, shit, what is it again? Oh, yeah, it's what up, bros. (laughs) I had a freaking brain fart. Dude, that's the worst. (laughs) And it shouldn't be a brain fart for that shit, for how many freaking times we've said that. Um, But anyway, welcome to the All Bros Podcast. Uh, We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, This week on the podcast, uh, we got one huge release in 4K Spotlight, and I may or may not have pre-ordered this movie twice. Just saying. Um, No shame. Yeah, yeah, see, Caleb gets it. Uh, We don't have anything for Through the Wall, unfortunately. Um, And then, so, after 4K Spotlight, we'll be moving on to our All Bros headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of Scream, which should have been called Scream 5, but whatever... Um, they went with. They're going off the Halloween trend. <laughs> yeah, is that is, like it, is this how it's going to be like, now? Dude, who knows? I feel like we should. We need to specify, and this is like Scream twenty twenty two. Yeah, dude. You know what's funny? So, um, I don't know if you saw, and I guess we could have talked about this, but I don't really know uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise that well. I don't know it that well either. Okay, so I heard in the trailer, the new trailer for the movie coming to Netflix, it's like the girl, uh, I I don't know what girl it is, but she's just, uh, I think she talks about how, oh, um, he's coming back after like 40 years and, you know, I've been preparing and everyone's just like, yeah, um, I'm getting like major Laurie Strode vibes from this, from Halloween 2018. It seems like they kind of just copy and pasted. Ah, that's disappointing. Like even there's a there's a uh, clip that shows like uh like newspaper newspaper clippings of um what happened for that massacre, and then I think like in the middle wait in is... her space. What I it's think like, so, yeah, I think it's in, in her, her space. <laughs> it's like, and then suddenly she's this killer. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think in the middle is plastered like a drawing of Leatherface, and everyone was just like, "That is straight up out of Halloween H two O." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. So they Gosh. took they took um uh oh my god, what's the word? Um Oh my god, what what the hell is the word? Not inf- influence, I guess. I think the word you're looking for is plagiarized. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's a better word. They plagiarized uh two Halloween films, not one, but two. Dude, and I two might... different timelines at that. Good hell. Dude, I might watch that. Is it a show or is it a movie? It's. I think it's a movie. Okay, if it's a movie, I think I'm going to watch that just to see how much shit they rip off. <laughs> how many Laurie Strode comparisons or parallels you can, you can point out. Because <laughs> I'll fully admit, I, I, I actually, like, a lot of people, like, hate. Um, how they dealt with Laurie Strode in this new timeline. They're just like, oh, come on. It happened 40 years ago. She should be over it. I'm just like, people, this shit will F you up for life for like what she went through. Like, I'm sorry. Like, 
I know she, you know, like, I know some people are just like, oh yeah, you know, she only, Michael Myers only killed five people that night. Why are, why is she being affected by this so bad? It's not like it was a, you know, like 20 people were killed. I'm just like, a lot of people were still killed. That can really F someone up for I don't know how long. It affects people in different ways. And unfortunately for Lori, it literally effed her up so bad. It basically drove her to be like, yeah, if this effer ever gets out, even 40 years later, I'm prepared. (laughs) Yeah, so that comes out February 18th. Should we do that? Dude, I'm down. I but we got to read up on the other lore cuz I've okay, never the, the seen the first one. The first one's on Amazon. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I we definitely need to watch the first one and Okay. Hopefully it's I'll... like Halloween 2018 where literally you only needed to watch the original and then and then the the newest one. <laughs> yeah, appa- holy shit. Dude, there are so many freaking... Oh, yeah, dude, there are. There are many there... Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Yeah, there's the the first... There are the original one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Texas Chainsaw, Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2003. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, into that from 2006. Jeez Louise. And then I'm assuming the official Texas Chainsaw Massacre in... From eighty six or second one, there's so many. <laughs> I need to figure out what. Okay, yeah, we definitely need to figure out what we need to watch. Yeah, to and then we'll we'll talk one. about the the new one. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, I'm down. Cool. I've always wanted to watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so yeah, not saying I needed excuse. an excuse, but now I got one. Hell yeah! I mean, hell, we've been trying to figure out what the hell to to release like or at least That's, for february because we only yeah. have this one and ron goes wrong for next week yeah it's kind of a dry month a little bit so i think that definitely gives us something to do for the 28th dude sorry i i don't keep going off topic but um have you seen uh the reviews for jackass forever no dude they're so positive well, of course. It's a well, yeah. Well, movie. <laughs> that's true. But no, like, dude, I, I forget who said it, but someone's just like, it's the same, you know, dick jokes and you know, sad stunts. Well, not sad stunts, but like crazy stunts, and that's why it's so effing great. <laughs> it's like the world needed this right now. But freaking IGN gave it a nine, and they're just like, Jackass Forever. Hopefully, is the last one for these guys' sakes. And if it is, it ends it perfectly on a bitter note, or not a bitter note, a sweet note. Dude, I'm I'm so excited to go see. This. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to. The way that they're talking about this movie, I better not freaking cry in a Jackass film. That would be super sad. <laughs> hey, I got close to Jackass 3, so shut up. Are you shitting me? Dude, when, okay, at the, okay, in my defense, in the end credits, when they're showcasing, like, when they first started in Jackass, and they're, like, showing, like, um, like, old photos of themselves, and they're playing Memories by Weezer, yeah, it's, it's a very sweet moment, where you're just like, god damn, I've been watching you guys for a long time, and I'm about to get a little teary-eyed. Good hell. <laughs> Shut up. I'm an emotional person, okay? So kiss my ass. <laughs> anyway, before Caleb disses on me anymore, um, 
What do you say we get started? I say, let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so with 4K Spotlight this week, coming to 4K, which I feel this is like, goddamn, that was very fast, uh, is Encanto. It does feel like that, but I think they gave it the 45 days. That's, well, I mean, it came out, well, I guess it's not, I mean, it came out November 24th in theaters. Yeah, so. Okay, so four months, about that. That's the new. It used to be five months, I remember, but now, yeah, it's 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 only like, hell, sometimes it's even only three months. November twenty fourth, you said. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it came out on Thanksgiving Day. That's seventy days. Oh, okay. That's wow. Okay, never mind. Okay, so so not even three months. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I'm not upset by that. I actually No, I'm not either. I feel like I prefer that. That that's fair. Well, cuz dude, for how fast like movie movies like leave theaters now, it's it's insane. Like like I told you um like, you know, before uh COVID, uh movie uh movies would stay in theaters for usually about 3 like 3 months, sometimes 4 depending on how well it was doing. Um, and I'll fully admit, you know, like there are movies that are sticking around in movie theaters for quite a while. And I feel Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be one of those. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. They're going to cash yeah. in on that for as long as they can. Yeah, but, but I Especially feel like since with... Sony doesn't have a streaming service that, that, yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, since, uh, you know, Disney has Disney plus they're shortening the window so much if they decide to release something in theaters now. Like it was only out for a month before, because it uh, went to uh, Disney Plus on Christmas Eve, and you didn't even need to pay extra for it. You just had to have a Disney Plus subscription. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly not upset by that, because it's like, it's so hard as a, as a parent of a young child to even go out and see movies. And that's just, like, if you want to go see one yourself, like, going to take them to a theater, I can't even imagine how difficult that must be. And so I being able to have that work. option to do it all at home, and all you have to do is wait an extra month, 
like that that's worth it to me uh, no that's fair i mean like, i can't I, really I'll... say anything cuz i didn't try to go see encanto in a um in theaters which i shit really man no one did <laughs> i mean yeah unfortunately yeah i think it grows like two God, I forget how much it grows. But thankfully, it's finding its uh, voice on Disney+. Plus. It's been a huge success on Disney+, Plus. thank God. Shit, and TikTok. <laughs> yep, and TikTok. <laughs> and, you know, people buying the soundtrack like it's like crazy. Freaking they... Uh, Holy shit. Uh, dude, I don't, I don't want to know how many people have brought, bought uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno from uh, iTunes. <laughs> The number would probably blow our minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? It probably would. Um, but yeah, like, it's just... The older my child gets, the more willing I would be to take them to a movie. Like, a brand new Disney movie. But I probably wouldn't reach that age until... Like, maybe seven or eight. No, it's fair. Like, or at least until they could show that they could sit still for a couple hours. Yeah, dude, I want to thank you for being a parent that doesn't bring their, like, super young child that might start crying. I'm not saying Iris would. I don't think she would. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we all know that, you know, crying children during a movie is definitely not a fun experience, and it takes you out of it. Dude, no shit. Dude, I was ready. Did I tell you about the... Uh... The lady who brought, or the couple who brought their, like, couple-week-old child to Spider-Man in IMAX? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, and they almost sat in front of me, and I was going to lose my mind. It was like, mm, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, but luckily they freaking moved to, like, the front row, so I'm oh, thank God. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just, it, it'd be a while before I felt comfortable doing that. And even no, with, like... completely understandable. Like, I would I would take a seven-year-old alone, but, like, assuming that I have another one, like, I'm not going to take two children under the age of seven to, to a movie. That, that That's understandable. I get that. Like, I will wait until I am sure that they can sit still for a couple hours to watch yeah. a movie. At least an hour and a half. That's all I ask. Yeah, like, it it will get to the point where I will test them. Like, there will be a test that they will not know that they are taking. <laughs> like, I will sit down, I will turn on a movie, and if they talk, move, or do whatever, like, other than going to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, then the like pff, nope. Like this and you failed. Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Love it. I love yeah, it. If it gets to the point where they're like nine or ten, I'll be like, Okay, listen, this is the test <laughs> and you have failed it every single time. <laughs> since so, you were like five. Come on, guys. Come on, kids. Step it up. Yeah. Like right now. When she like until she's five, I will not consider it because I do know that there are five year olds that can sit through a movie. So I will do my assessment when she is five, <laughs> and I will continue to do it until she passes. 
I like it. I love this system. <laughs> and it has to be like serious movies too. Like it, it can't be just like kitty movies. <laughs> like like how serious we talk in here. Not like I'm not talking like Schindler's List or anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking like an Avengers level okay. movie. Like okay. I will not take a, a young child to an Avengers level movie until they can sit quietly for a couple hours. Fair enough. And then same thing with like one of these Disney movies, like Encanto, like any other future movie, like they will have to prove themselves before we go to a movie theater together. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just on the, on the team that I, I prefer to watch these movies at home or have the access to them at home. And it shows that it works because this movie went That's from true. like no one talking about it to everyone talking about it. Oh yeah. That's true. I'll, 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 I'll fully admit, I'm sure my opinion will change when I'm, you know, I'm not single as fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but as for now, explicit marker that we need. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, are you apologizing? I, I can do know. that. I like I put the explicit on all of our episodes. Okay, good. Or at least um, I try to. Like I don't know if that shows to. up. <laughs> um, but I'll fully admit it is nice being able to enjoy these movies at home and not having to worry about. Because you know what? Honestly, I'll fully admit the past couple movies they kind of have been bad theater experiences. Just the people that sit next to me. Yeah, it doesn't happen in VR, does it? I mean, when I have to sit next to this asshole, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You love it and you know it. I do, very much so. It's, oh, I lo- yeah. Uh, yeah. We just need but, to get Vic and DJ in on it. Dude, that would be the coolest bros movie night ever. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, that'd be All sick. four of us together? Oh, that would be incredible. Three different time zones? Yeah, might be, a, be the shit. Yeah, that wouldn't be too hard to work around, right? Uh, I mean, we've done it before <laughs> with the podcast. That is very true. Guys, go get a headset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. <laughs> um, and, but anyway, so Encanto is uh. I feel my accent is so bad. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not doing it justice if I just say Encanto. I feel like I have to say Encanto. I mean, your accent's fine. Like okay, it, that one's not a hard word to say. Okay, cool. Okay, phew. Um, so, Encanto is getting a regular Blu-ray and 4K release. No shocker there. But it is getting, I think, three exclusives? I don't think there's a fourth one. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, there is. Okay, so first up, the fir- actually, there is four. I'm sorry. Um, oh, that's kind of a plain cover. Well, okay, so the first one is a Disney movie uh, movie club exclusive. So if you guys are um, part of the uh, Disney movie club, 
you guys can get a an exclusive Blu-ray cover. That's literally the only thing that's special about this. Because um, uh, the uh, 4K and Blu-ray are the exact same cover art as each other, and it's literally just the main poster. Um, but uh, this new one actually has them uh, in the house, um, or in the casita. So... I, I mean, that's cool, but I'm not part of the Disney Movie Club, so I will not be getting that, and I'm not going to pay up the ass to like get it for eBay prices, because it's just a freaking different slipcover, even though if it was like exclusive to another store, I probably would buy it, but since it's Disney Movie Club, probably not going to do it unless like it, like it someone actually had it for like 20 bucks actually on ebay which i doubt that's gonna happen people are probably gonna be charging 40 50 bucks for it Jeez. and to you i say screw you <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say um so the other three exclusives with walmart and this is like honestly i feel this is more i don't know if this is more boring than a different cover but i don't know i just feel this is boring so it's just the regular 4k cover but you get a an exclusive pin that is of uh, the casita. Eh. I mean, I feel like there's been worse. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, I think this is a trend that's that Walmart is starting because uh, next week's uh, release, which I don't want to spoil it, also does the same thing with their Walmart exclusive. With a pin. Yeah. Dumb. So, I'm excited to see what Caleb thinks with that one for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they, they have, like, people who do covers have such an opportunity to just go freaking hog wild. It's true. That's very true. Like, like does it does it have a steelbook? Yes, it does. Is the steelbook cover cool? Oh, yeah. I love the steelbook. All right, talk about that, because I have an idea for what I would have done for the Steelbook. Okay, so the Steelbook, which I'm pretty sure pre-orders have already sold out, shocker. You know what? I think I've already said this in, like, the Halloween, uh, when we talked about, like, Halloween Kills, or, like, the week after. I, I see, like, people in the comments for these uh, releases being like, oh, my God, it was not even available release day. I can't believe that it sold out that fast. Best Buy, you need to take control of, like, your uh, quantity. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, Best Buy can't – Best Buy is not – um, what's the word? In charge of the quantity they get sent. They are only in charge of distributing that exclusive. The company is the one that distributes the – how, how many they're given. And two, usually most of these steelbooks are up for pre-order shortly after they are released in theaters. So you literally have months to pre-order it. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, I I get annoyed when people bitch about, oh, it wasn't available on release day. That, and it pisses me off. And I'm just like, you, if, you're, if you're a collector, you should know that with steelbooks and considering it's it says limited edition collectible steelbook you should know that that's something you that you should pre-order but that's just my two cents no it's true like if something says exclusive you don't get a bitch about it not being there <laughs> yeah because i've had like uh what was it a couple months ago with the who framed roger rabbit steelbook i didn't pre-order it stupid decision because it's sold out and it's never come back into stock yeah, sucks so, to suck. Yeah. 
Um, but so with the Encanto, Encanto Steelbook, um, it doesn't show what is on the back, unfortunately. But I, f it, I have a feeling it's probably gonna. I feel it's gonna be either someone's door or the door that's like at the end where it has all of them on it. Okay. I would love that. So, so what's the front? The front is just like kind of like a wide shot of the house. I I don't know. I I like it. Um and then the inside when you open it up is just a uh family shot of all of them in the casita. See, I would have done that backwards. I would have no, personally put the the picture of all of them together on the cover put in like and like a really wide sh just like a, a shot of the house kind of like what i'm assuming the pin looks like on yeah, the back and then done oh wait yeah and then on the inside done like the entire house with like the the people actually like in front of it okay I mean that's kind of that's literally how the regular 4K cover is is it's the house in the background and then they're all in the front. Yeah, I would have done that on the inside. All right. Just cuz like it is basic but you don't I don't feel like you need anything super fancy in inside. That's fair. Like all my designs would be very like front focused. <laughs> well, and I feel that's how it should be because you know that's that's the thing you see when you buy this product. You can't see the back because all of the information is cover is uh, covering it up. Yeah. Oh, I know what I would have done. Okay, on the on the inside, I would have done like a a wide shot of the house, and then instead of like what I said on the back, um, I would put one of the glowing butterflies. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Just to keep the color scheme the same on the steel book. <laughs> yeah, Disney, listen to Caleb. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, all right, and then the final exclusive, which I also pre-ordered this one as well. So I pre-ordered the steel book and this target exclusive. Um, that includes um, limited edition lithographs. Um, which I can't, it doesn't really, uh, do, doesn't show exactly what they are, at least from what I see, but it says featuring Colombian artists collaborations. Uh, yeah. Inspired by Encanto. Encanto. That's sick. So, yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, the cover art is different too. Uh, cause it's, uh, so it's that, so it's, uh, met. Maribel, I can't even say her name in like a accent. Maribel, I'm just gonna go with it. It's her in front, like smack dab in the front. The house behind her, and then all of the family is uh, spread out throughout the house. So you see, like, uh, um, abuela in uh, one window, Felix and uh, Pepe in another, Luisa in one, Dolores in one. Um, um, oh my god, Camilo and another, uh, how am I forgetting these names? <laughs> uh, Isabella 
in the next one, um, Antonio has his own one, and then all the way at the bottom is uh, Julieta and um, God damn it, what's um, Maddie Bell's uh, father's name? Augustine. Augustine, thank you. Uh, so they are in the uh, last window. So I like it. It's different. That sounds super cool. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I I will officially have two copies of Encanto. Am I shamed? No, because I freaking love this movie. It was a great movie. If you guys haven't listened to our breakdown of that, go check it out. Yes, because it's a great breakdown. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, so that's it for uh, 4K Spotlight. Definitely pick up Encanto when it comes out on uh, 4K and Blu-ray tomorrow. Hells yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Caleb, what do you say we move on to our headliner of the evening? I say let's do it. So, with this week's All Bros Headliner, we will be breaking down Scream 2022. Uh, Caleb, would you like to let everyone know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually, individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Uh, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, with this being a horror movie, though, uh, we will be swapping out character development for logic. Like whether or not that this horror movie actually like follows the rules that it sets in place. So with that, if you have not seen Scream 2022, uh, it is about to get all types of spoiled for you. So yeah. you are turn warned. away now. Yeah, yeah. So without all further right. ado, reading with Rose, everyone. <laughs> All right, let's see how I do with this one. All right, 25 years after Billy Loomis and Stu Matt... How do I not know how to say his last name? Matcher? How would... M-A-C-H-E-R. Yeah, or... Yeah, Matcher. Matcher? Okay. And Stu Matcher terrorized the town of Woodsboro. A high school student named Tara Carpenter is home alone when she is attacked by Ghostface and left hospitalized. Out of town, Tara's estranged older sister, Sam Carpenter, is informed by Wes Hicks, one of Tara's friends, about her sister's attack. Sam returns to Woodsboro with her boyfriend, Richie, to visit Tara at the hospital, where Sam is reunited with Tara's friend group. Wes, Amber Freeman, twins Chad and Mindy Meeks Martin, and Liv McKenzie. Liv's summer fling, Vince Schneider, who is later revealed to be Stu Matur's nephew, uh, is next to be killed by Ghostface. After Sam's arrival at the hospital, she is attacked by Ghostface and tells her sister, Tara, that she has been dealing with hallucinations of Billy Loomis. 
Sam then tells Tara that Billy is her biological father after discovering the truth years prior, which resulted in their parents' separation and why Sam became estranged from her. The next day, Sam and Richie pay Dewey Riley a visit, who has been depressed since his divorce from Gail Weathers. The pair ask for his help in stopping the killer, and he later contacts Sidney Prescott and Gail, warning them about the return of Ghostface. Dewey then joining the teens at Mindy and Chad's home. Um, wait, sorry. Dewey then... Okay, I feel this should have been worded different. Wait, Dewey then joining the teens at Mindy and Chad's home and is reunited... Shouldn't I say joins the teens? Yes. Yeah, Dewey then joins the teens at Mindy and Chad's home. Um, his help in stopping the... Okay, this sentence is like effing me up. It's his help in stopping the killer, and he later... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I was going back to the sentence before. I'm so sorry. Um. Wow. Okay, I'm going to start that sentence over and... God, this is like the best episode of Reading with Rose ever, isn't it? (laughs) Dewey then joining the teens at Mindy and Chad's home and is reunited. I still believe it should have been joined and is reunited with the twins mother's twins mother, Martha, the sister of the late Randy Meeks. With the three attacks being on people related in some capacity to the original killers, Sam is accused of being the killer. Ghostface then murders Wes and his mother, Sheriff Judy Hicks, at their house. There, Dewey reunites with Gail, who has arrived in town to cover the story. At the hospital, Tara and Richie are attacked by Ghostface, but are saved by Dewey and Sam. Dewey is next to be killed when he attempts to finish off Ghostface. Sydney arrives in town after finding out about Dewey's death and meets up with both Gail and Sam at the hospital. Sydney asks Sam to help take down the killer, but Sam declines, choosing to leave town with both Richie and Tara instead. Sam, Richie, and Tara are about to leave Woodsboro, but are forced to stop at Amber's house to retrieve an extra inhaler for Tara. Sydney and Gail follow them to Amber's house after leaving a tracking device on their car, which is then revealed to be Stu's old house, where the original events took place. There, twins Chad and Mindy are both attacked and stabbed by Ghostface, but they survive their attacks. As Sam tends to an injured Mindy, Amber pulls out a gun and shoots Liv in the head, revealing herself as one of the killers. When Gail and Sydney arrive, Amber fakes being injured, a stunt that neither of them believe, leading to Amber shooting and injuring Gail. Richie then stabs Sam and reveals himself to be the last killer. Richie and Amber both take Sam, Sydney, and Gail into the kitchen where their motives for the killings are revealed, that they are in fact the, they are in fact super fans of the Stab film series, which had adapted the previous Ghostface killing sprees as films before switching to original stories after running out of massacres to adapt, who met on Dreadit. Disappointed in the trajectory taken with the most recent film, Ryan Johnson's Stab 8, adapting Charlie Walker's and Jill's Roberts' Massacre which fictionalized element, with fictionalized elements, they decided to embark on a new killing spree, bringing back the original cast to provide new and improved source material for a future requel Stab film. Richie seduced... Richie seduced Sam on Amber's behalf in precedence of their killing spree in order to frame her for the killings after the fact due to Billy being her father so they could remain free to commit further killing sprees. Breaking free, Gail then shoots Amber who lands on the stove and is lit aflame. 
Sam is injured, but a hallucination of Billy points her to Amber's knife on the floor, thus saving her life, and she uses it to stab Richie multiple times before shooting him. A badly burned Amber attempts a badly burned Amber attempts to attack the group again, but is shot dead by Tara. Tara and the Meeks twins are taken to the hospital, and Sam thanks Sydney and Gail for the for their help before deciding to stop taking her anti antipsychotic medication. Gail refuses to write about the new murders because she doesn't want to give the killers notoriety and prefers to let them die. A not. Wow, anonymity. Did I say that right? You mean anonymity? Anonymity. God, what what the hell is English language to me? (laughs) Anonymity. You know what? I'm skipping over the word. Caleb said it right, and you guys heard it. She plans to write a touching tribute to Dewey instead. Reading with Rose, everybody. <laughs> no, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was that was appropriate. <laughs> All right, this was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah, like, um, I had my doubts if they could pull off a Scream 5 ever since that they announced it, especially without uh, making it with uh, Wes Craven being being involved, rest in peace. Um, I was very scared to see if they could pull it off, but oh my god, they did it incredibly in spades, trifold. It, oh, so, so good. This was really, really well executed. I was I I always love how they they're very self-aware about what they're doing <laughs> with uh just just with the movie in general like how the first one just talked about how more horror movies go and like the classic horror movie trope and then the second one started talking about how sequels work and then how you conclude a trilogy in the third. And then they're like, Oh, and when we bring it back in number four <laughs> and then this one, just calling it a requel. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Yeah. Like what Caleb said, like scream four focused on remakes. This one focuses on what kind of basically, uh, I guess kind of reboots in a way, kind of like what with Halloween 2018 did you, uh, kind of you um you go back to the basics you bring back original players and you go from there yeah and it's hard to argue because it's like it does it does work (laughs) oh yeah very nicely um yeah and this movie just proved that like they brought in like all of the key players from the original i mean they brought back sydney gale and dewey and Surprisingly, they even brought back Billy. Oh, that was like, that was the original actor. That was the original actor. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Yep. Like I just checked. Dude, um, that's Skeet, awesome. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich. And I just checked his IMDb, and he is most known for playing Billy in Scream. That is so cool. They brought him back for this. And de-aged him because he looks yeah. he looks older than he did in this movie. Okay, yeah. 
But holy if, shit, did they pull that off so well? They did. Which we will get into with effects. Yes. Most um, but yeah, like I loved I loved some of the new cast in this. I, I really liked Tara and I really liked Sam. Um Wes was alright. Mindy and Chad were a bit much. Liv was way too much. And then yeah. Amber was very excessive. And then I really liked Richie, too. Like, I, I felt he was really good, and then he just kind of got crazy near the end. But... Rich, Richie was the boyfriend, right? Yes. I, I feel that's kind of like a... Um... I don't know. Yeah, that that kind of just what happens at uh the end of the screen movies when it's uh show showcase to the killers. Nuts. Yeah, because dude, like uh Scream Four, Emma Roberts, she goes like freaking psycho when they freaking uh reveal that she's the killer. And I swear she has one of the best lines in the whole Scream franchise when she goes uh to the hospital where Sydney is and she's just like, Well, you just won't die, will you? What are you? Who are you? Fucking Michael Myers, <laughs> dude! She, oh my gosh! Like, I I have noticed that. Like, they just go freaking hog wild once they're like exposed. Which you know, fair enough. I mean, you know, once you don't have to hide anymore, it's just like, might as well be insane. Everyone's gonna think I am yeah, when they find dude. out I'm the killer. So I love how they. They kept like all the like the character building that they've done with the original cast, like like Dewey, for example. Like in this one, he felt like it was he was very competent. Yes. Whereas, like in the the first, like I'd say two, he was very like played for laughs. Like, honestly, it's amazing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, which I appreciated. Like, he had, like, some some wisdom about him in this. Yes. No, I I absolutely agree. Like, um, I love uh, seeing the comparison of this Dewey compared to how he was in Scream 4, where, you know, he was the sheriff. Um, Him and Gail were, uh, they were married. Pretty sure they were married still in Scream 4. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like, honestly, like I feel in screen four, he was on cloud nine. Um, you know, very, very happy at his dream job. He had, you know, dream wife, you know, he was happy. Whereas with, you know, scream five, scream 2022, whichever, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, he is, you know, divorced from Gail. He was asked to step down as the sheriff of Woodsboro. Um, and it's honestly like really cool to see, uh, like how badly that affects him. Yeah, like, it just, it kind of had the same feeling, like, um, oh, shit, what's his name from Stranger Things? Hawkins? Was it Hawkins? Yeah. David Harbour's character? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hawkins. Yeah, kind of like that feeling, like, just kind of, kind of has that deadbeat life going on, and then finally finds, like, a, a rejuvenated purpose. With the the ghost face killing, or with ghost face coming back, like I love that. And then Sydney and Gail, like just showing that they 
we're not putting up with anyone's shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sydney's just saying, like, kill her or not, you better reveal yourself. And then she just, like, walks up to a door and just shoots. <laughs> yes. Dude, I love how, like, when she's talking to the killer, she's just like, all right, I'm getting bored. I'm hanging up. Or yeah. Dude, like, my, f- my two favorite scenes was like right was like right after Amber was was revealed and then she comes out screaming, He's in there, he's in there and then Gail and Sydney just like look at each other and like, We're not falling for this, are we? <laughs> and they're like, Nope and she's just like, Shit <laughs> and run, like shoots and runs back in. And then what made me f- like feel like Richie because I had it tricked me because I was very suspicious of Richie for a majority of the movie, I'm just like, okay, like, I, I, I didn't think, like, Reddit or anything like that, but I was I was just thinking, okay, there's probably, like, some, like, message board that they could have met on, or and he kind of, like, set this up, blah, 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 like, whatever. But when he was in the the bathroom and Sydney freaking shot, <laughs> and then he's just like, she's just like, I told you, like... <laughs> Like, why didn't you listen, bitch? Dude, yeah, like, so, and he's just like, you were, like, you were, you had a gun. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I wouldn't not. come out either. <laughs> I'm like, I probably would have hid better. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know why. There's one line from Sydney, and and I might actually save that for writing. Yeah, I'll save that for writing. Okay. Oh, but the way that they they shared the story, and it felt like they kind of went back to the original because with okay with the first one, when Drew Barrymore's character is killed, is she part of the stab movie? Or no, she, she's like the first. Yeah, she's goes. the actual first like real killing. The stab movies don't come in until Scream Two. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Good. But it kind of, like, what I was about to say, that it felt like they were going back to their roots there. Not, because I was, ex- I was straight up expecting, like, when the, like, <laughs> when the Scream title came on, it, like, right after uh, Tara got, like, stabbed, I was straight up just expecting to see stab whatever number they were on. Dude, same. <laughs> I was just like, all right, like here's another stab movie, and then they're like scream, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I pre bring yeah, I'm bringing it back to the original. I like it. Hell yeah! And then like, I love that. I love that she didn't like die either, even though I feel like she probably should have. <laughs> Dude, like, I compare her, the uh, her wounds to how um, remember uh. Hall- Officer um, Hawkins in Halloween, how he gets run over. He first gets stabbed, and then the doctor runs him over. Yep. Yeah. So originally, as far as I know, he was sp- he was supposed to be dead. Like that was the end of Hawkins. But everyone was just like, "Oh no, he can't be dead. He's a fan favorite. You know, we all love him." So they decide to bring him back. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I call bullshit. After getting stabbed in the neck and run over, he he would have been dead. Dude, the shit. Like, I want to know, like, realistically, if people can survive those wounds. 
Because I know people, like, it's more likely to survive a stabbing. Like, no matter how much you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it's possible. Like, I know full well that it's possible to survive a stabbing. Getting stabbed that much, though? Yeah. Eh. Yeah, Ghostface was freaking going to town. Yeah, no shit. I'm like, like when they're just like, dude, like okay, when Sam was on the phone with uh, what's his face, Wes, and she, he's like, uh, you need to get over here, and I was like, oh shit, like Tara's dead. <laughs> and yeah, I thought the same like, thing. Oh no, she's alive, and I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, she's awake, and I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, I'm like... It's like, she's gotta be in a coma. Like, come on. Yeah, like... What, oh, shit. What did, what did Richie call her? A freaking pincushion? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, I was like, shit, man. <laughs> like, that was insane. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. That that was wild. The whole thing was wild. Yeah, it it was such a fun roller coaster. That that's how I best describe this movie. Just it was a wonderful nod to the original film and all of the films uh, before it. Um, it really honors the franchise. So yeah, I I love the story so much. Yeah, um, one of my f- favorite things that they and or another one of my favorite things that they did when they went to kill Wes. And the way that he got out of the shower and was just, like, kept opening doors. And then, like, they had it positioned like they were going to do, like, oh, he shuts the door and then Ghostface is standing, like, right there. They did that, what, like, how, like five times? Yeah, dude, it was so many. It, w- it started getting funny. And then, like, when he went to the door, like, the front door, I was expecting him to open it and see his mom. But, like, no, he just, like shut the door and cl- close it and the turns around and ghost faces there. I'm like, freaking like, cause the, they managed to get me off my guard <laughs> by doing yeah, it that dude, many times. They were so dude, that honestly, that is probably like kind of the grossest kill in my opinion. Ma- ma- dude, the fact, yeah, it literally, when Ghostface stabs him in the neck, you actually see it go through his neck on the side. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, Ugh. no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm dude, fine if it I, goes all the way in, but don't be coming out the side. Oh my, dude! You know what? I almost lost my mind over what I was. I was seriously expecting it to like slowly, like him to like slowly pull it out. And I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it like goes in his neck, but kind of cockeyed, so it's like halfway through, and then he it's just like. That he was pushing it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he was pushing it like deeper in, and it, <laughs> it was that was that was hard to watch. That was so hard yeah. to watch. <laughs> do Do you have a favorite death in this movie? Ooh, that is honestly a really tough one. I find it so funny that we talk about this kind of stuff with horror movies. It's like, oh, dude, did you have like a favorite way that someone died? <laughs> yeah, What's your favorite it's... kill? 
that's that's hard. I had my favorite like attempted. My favorite attempted was Mindy. When she was like watching the 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 first stab movie, and she's just like, just turn around, just turn around, and like, and then <laughs> Ghostface is literally behind her, and then she like, like, gosh, these people just don't turn, and then she like pauses, and it looks, oh yeah, <laughs> and she's then like, like, oh shit, dude, I laughed my ass off. I'm like that. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> like just the way that she was freaking—it was kind of like this, this, this situation with freaking Wes. Like, he's gonna close the door, and yeah, he's gonna close the door, and then Ghostface is gonna be like right there. Oh, not that time. This time, nope, not that time. This time, and then so like, I'm like, shit, she's gonna get stabbed and not turn around. <laughs> Yeah, anyone want to know why my couch is pushed up against the back wall? (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Dude, yeah, dude, I've never understood people that put uh, their couches in, like, the middle of their living rooms. No, it's got to be pushed up all all the way against a wall. (laughs) Because of these exact, yeah, if you've watched horror movies... Especially as many as me and Caleb have, yeah, you, you learn, you pick up on some things of how not to decorate your house. Yeah, no joke. We're not fans of the open floor concept. We're fans <laughs> of our lives. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Guess uh, what? No one's hiding behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've always hated that. Like, anytime my mom's, like, reorganized, like, a room and had, like, like that kind of situation where the couch is in the middle. Like there's never been one time where someone hasn't come behind me and tried to scare me. Oh yeah, dude. I remember when your mom like set it up. Yeah. They, she set up the couches to where it kind of looked like a movie theater. Yeah. Freaking Bronson would always uh, jump up from behind one, scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Or maybe, a, maybe not scare the shit out of you more. So attempt to. Yeah. Like, yeah. but still like the, the, the thought was there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, ever since then, I've always been a fan of putting my my couch up against the wall. Smart man. Smart man. But, yeah. So, that was my favorite attempted. And it was just because she was, like, losing her mind. Like, oh, turn around, turn around. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> then her, like turning around. I think the... The weakest probably had to be her brother, Chad. That's fair. Like, because his was just, like, as basic as basic can be. Yeah, literally gets stabbed, runs, starts running away, and goes face chases him. Yeah. But my favorite kill, like, that's hard. Because I, I think I'd have to give it to Wes. Because, just because of the way that they they did that. Like, just the, the hiding, or kind of making fun of the whole behind-the-door trick. It was a great setup like, for it, a really good kill. Yeah. Like, it's super hard to, like, pick a death, because there weren't very many. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, Ghostface, he, I will say, he definitely ain't no Michael Myers. Yeah, he dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 um... I don't know if you, 
Well, yeah, I don't think you've checked out the extras, but have you? Uh, there's actually an extra on the Halloween Kills uh, Blu-ray that is uh, the kill count for Halloween Kills. He killed thirty-one people. Thirty-one? Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> he killed thirty-one people in Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of like anyone else. Uh, was it Vince? Was the 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 freaking douchebag? I think so. Okay, his his death was also kind of lame. The only thing that I liked his was the one that was in like the parking lot, right? Yes. The only thing that I liked about his death was it was playing the uh like the the song that's always associated with Scream. Um Oh my god, what's that song? Sorry, I I I got to find the name of the song. Red Right Hand by uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they've played it in every single uh, Scream movie, but I, f- I feel um, whenever, I mean, I don't know if you recognized it, um, but whenever I see a Scream movie, or or if I hear that song, I'm just like, yep, Scream. Always associate that song with the, with those movies. Yeah, I was not super familiar with that one. It's a great song. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was like a really good um, way to use that song. Like, especially if it tied into previous films. Yeah. So, definitely a creative way to do that. Um, trying to think of... Oh! I really liked how they inc- got to include, and I bet he loved it too, uh, James A. Janice. Oh, yeah. When the, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah from Dead Meat. Yeah. That was so cool. that inclusion. Yeah, like, dude. I that yeah, that gave me a little smile. I'm like, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. I I can't wait to hear him like talk about his experience with that. Yeah, I know he's uh he's taking like a, I think a two to three month hiatus right now, uh, just because uh he's going on his uh, honeymoon with his wife. Noise. Yeah. Oh, that that's, but dude, like when yeah. I saw him, I'm just like, no way. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out his YouTube channel, Dead Me, and watched the kill counts that he does for horror films, you guys are missing out on some incredible content. He's amazing at what he does. Dude, how funny would it be if they gave him, like, the footage for, like, a full stab <laughs> movie? <laughs> dude, I would, dude, I actually always wanted to actually watch the stab films. <laughs> like, I, I really do. I would love to see all of them. I would binge watch that shit. Not gonna lie. Dude, it's funny because that's basically what Scream is. <laughs> like, it's seriously the same movies, just different title. <laughs> well, wasn't it after, I think after Stab 3, they had to start uh, going in their own direction with Ghostface because Sydney uh, threatened to sue them for using her story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want to see Stab, I can't remember if it's like Stab 5 or 6, or maybe it's 4, where Ghostface goes to space. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I want that in my life. Yeah, but uh, It can't this... be any worse than Jason X. True that. But I feel like they did such a good job pulling this off. Like Absolutely. Like you said, I think I had, we all had our doubts. 
about it, but they just pulled it off like masterfully. They like really the, the 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 the, 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 the story's flow was really good. There weren't any parts that I can recall that were like boring. No, dude, I was fully invested the whole time. Yeah, they did so good at keeping like a really solid pacing, but also not going too quick. The only time I felt like they maybe went a little fast was with Sydney coming back. Yeah, I will definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, other than that, like I feel like they did really good. Like they did really good character management. Um I really liked how they didn't put the original characters like too far into the spotlight. Yes. Like they definitely focused on the new cast members, which was great. Um, they gave us a really decent uh, main character to follow in Sam. Yeah, she was, I loved her. Yeah, both the sisters were great. Great characters. Yeah, freaking... We'll, we'll get into it with acting, but I thought they did amazing. But everyone else, like, was super freaking solid. Like, the whole thing was just solid. And Yeah, that's, get... that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. But... Jeez, like, it's, it's hard for me to, like, dock this for anything. Yeah, like, dude, seriously, though. I I went into it thinking that I was going to give Scream like in somewhere like cuz like any typical Scream movie I would put in like the low 80s, maybe high 70s. Like other than like maybe Scream 4 because I really love Scream 4. Oh, that is still my favorite one. Yeah, so I think like Scream 4 I'd put at like 85, but I feel like this is better than that. Like, this might be my new favorite. That's fair. I don't blame you. So, with that being said, I think I would... Okay, I'm going to be, like, extra nice this go-round because I am going to be pretty harsh later. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to a 94 with story. Wow. It was good. It was so good. Let let's put the No, never mind. That would that would uh spoil last week's episode. Never mind. Um wait, what 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 were you thinking? No, I was going to say let the record show that Caleb's story grade for Scream is higher than his story grade for Encanto. Okay, but I had to, listen. <laughs> Before you guys start judging me, I'm not I judging. Have, there, I, I have legitimate issues with with Encanto's story. I mean, this one, I, I, it, yes, it does freaking kind of hurt me a little bit to put Scream higher, but the it was so good, it was so good, and like like I said, I had so little problems with it. If I could nitpick anything, I would. And I'm going to have to nitpick in other aspects. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude, that's fair. Um, it's just this one uh, was so freaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate to say I'm definitely not as high as you are. 
Um, I, just because I, I'm, I'm, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I still feel Scream Four is my favorite. Um, I I do like Scream Four more than this one. Um, but this is a great fifth movie. Um, so I would put like Scream Four in the '90s, like probably like '90 90, '92. So I'm gonna give Scream. Let's go on '89. All right, and that brings our story grade or story score to a ninety-one point five. All right, which I do feel better about because Encanto is still higher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I try, like I have this, like this tally or like this mental tally in my head where every movie starts at like all hundreds, right? Yeah. And then every like every issue that I have brings it down like little by little by little until like we eventually get to where it's it's at. But but this one it's like it it story ba story wise story wise it it just did not I could not dock it for anything. That's fair. That's, that's like it was not fair. a perfect hundred because horror movie, but it was it was up there. <laughs> I, I just want to argue that there are some horror movies that a lot of people, at least I feel, would actually put at a hundred. <coughs> Halloween. Oh, oh, okay, I'm <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> and I I do agree. I do agree that there are some horror based stories that are like perfection. Halloween. <laughs> Alright, that's the last time I make that joke. But, yeah, this one, just, it just wasn't quite 100 for me. But, it's, it was, it's very difficult for me to nitpick. Very difficult. Fair enough, fair enough. Like, honestly, I feel like this, like, anything that I consider slow was when they were in... What's it? Probably the uh, the twins' house, and oh, okay, like discuss like talking to um, Dewey. Yeah. Other than that, like, like that's probably what I I docked for. That's why it's not like at a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But I will be docking for other shit. So okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, so like I said, ninety-one point five for story. Um, moving on over to writing. This I I do believe I had I had some issues here. I did too. Well, okay, so I'm I want to say my biggest my uh, so I have two lines. One is one of my biggest positives of this movie, and the other one is like something that I don't know why it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> I just didn't like how it came out. Like, for some reason, the line sounded better to me in the trailer. So the line that I did not like is when Dewey first calls Sydney and says, oh, you know, it's happening again. Do you have a gun? And in the trailer, Sydney says, I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. But in the movie, she says, I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Of course I have a gun. I don't know why her adding the fucking part just kind of ruins it for me. <laughs> I would have preferred just her saying, uh, I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not the only one. No, like, I, I do feel like that was a bit excessive. 
yeah, it was a little too much. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I get it. You, you know, you're, you're the final girl like Laurie Strode. I get it. Little too much for me, though. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my favorite line comes from Dewey. Okay. And I'm willing to bet you, you probably know the line I'm talking about. I don't know, I I mean I haven't seen this movie since opening weekend, so oh, like I've forgotten okay. some lines. But I'm <laughs> okay. sure I'll remember it when you tell me. Yeah. So it's when they are in the house with or in the, the twins house and they're trying to discuss like a game plan regarding the, the killer and everything. And so Dewey's like revealing like it's always someone within the tight net friend group. And and um, talking about like motives and everything, and then Wes, or who was it? I think it's Mindy, is starting to talk about oh, like you have your legacy characters, you have your new characters, and it's like, like if you're trying to divert expectations, maybe it's like a, a legacy character. And so Wes looks over at Dewey, and he's like, so maybe you're the killer. And Dewey's like, oh really like what's my motive and then he starts to listen off all the things that's going wrong in dewey's life and he's like well maybe you're the murderer because that cut deep oh yeah <laughs> i like i oh my gosh i lost my mind with that i <laughs> yeah that, that yeah that, that like, was a great the, scene just the, like he's because he said like he was gonna start crying, and <laughs> like just thinking about that line <laughs> gets me going. It's thought it was uh, so good. All right, favorite line for me, and this just really added to the movie. Just made it great. Um, and this actually is also my favorite kill. Is when Dewey unfortunately gets killed, the uh, ghost face literally stabs him in the gut and then takes another knife to his back and literally freaking guts him just straight up. And he says to him, it's an honor before Dewey falls over dead. Just saying that to a legacy character. I'm just like, that is so badass. That was, it was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because I, I, I was telling Caleb this earlier, I'll fully admit, you know, like if if I was a uh, came back as like a well known killer and I get to kill someone that uh, was uh, someone that was involved with the original massacre, I'll fully admit, yeah, that would be an honor if you got to take him out, dude. Straight up, not that I'm you know psycho. Um, by the way, be sure to check out uh, episode one of the Gacy Gazette. Uh, our... <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a way to plug that. <laughs> right? I was thinking, uh, you know what? I was going to do it at the end of the episode, but you know what? I feel since I uh, imp talked about that, you, you know, no better time. So, yeah, guys, episode one is now up. Tune in to episode two next month. Or th actually, I'm sorry, this it's month. This month. <laughs> yeah, this month, episode two. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, you better get on that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen that episode at least three times, so I'd say probably at least another three before I can really, you know, dive into it. Sweet. Um, I think my biggest writing issues came from a lot of the extras. The biggest one for me was the sheriff, the the new sheriff. 
Oh, um, Judy? Wes's mom. Yeah. She, she just... A lot of weird shit. She like, is, I feel, I don't know why it felt like, she is a completely different character to me than she was in Scream 4. I forgot she was in Scream 4, to be completely honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she was the one that uh, Gail kept thinking that she was hitting on Dewey. Because she was offering him, like, her lemon squares. She always wanted to be with uh, Dewey on cases or some shit like that. Okay, I'm vaguely remembering that. Okay. Yeah, so it's just... With her... Like, the way that she was, like, borderline attacking Sam... And it... Like, that felt really odd. Like, you're an yeah. adult. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, and a like sheriff a at that. Yeah, like, freaking chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then... Everyone else, like, uh, and so that she felt weird. And then I feel like the friend group of so Sam and Tara, who are the main two people, were excellent. The the tight knit friend group, so Mindy, Chad, Liv, and Amber, they felt very weird. Like what? It yeah. almost like why would these people be friends, dude? Yeah, like straight up, like they. And you know, you know, I know friends are assholes to each other. You know, jokingly. I mean, hell, that's like one of the main reasons why we're, you know we're still bros. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like since um, <laughs> just since we have like the friendship really wasn't established that well. Um. If I was in that friend group, I'd be like, screw you guys. Like, how the hell am I still friends with you? Well, it just, it felt odd. Like, so, Sam technically wasn't part of the friend group. She had babysat for everyone in the in the friend group. Yes. So, the friend group was, was Tara, Wes, Mindy, Chad, Liv, and Amber. Tara and Amber were, like, besties. Wes was kind of the... I feel like the one that kind of had a secret crush on Tara. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Or a not-so-secret, because I think Mindy was the one that called it out. Mindy and Chad were were brother and sister. Like, their connection, like, whatever. But Chad was, like, a jock, and Mindy was just kind of, like, a, a big movie buff. And then Liv was just kind of, like, a weird semi-gothic character that was all up in Chad's business. Yeah, I mean, this group of friends is like nothing compared to, you know, what we got in the original. <laughs> yeah, like, it made sense. Like, everyone was, like, into movies. Like, that was, like, a ver- a common factor between all of them. Like, yeah. it, was, it was very difficult to find, like, a common factor between these friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like Tara and Amber, like, Tara, Amber, and Mindy would have, like, been a, a pretty good friend group alone. Then Wes, Chad, and Liv would have been kind of, like, separate from them. And I would only say Wes is separate because he has, like, some sort of romantic connection towards, or feelings t- towards uh Tara. 
I thought it was Sam. No, he likes Tara. Oh, it's Tara? Oh. Sorry. Yeah, Sam's the older sister. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so that's why, I, like, how I would view it. So, yeah, but it kind of felt like they were trying to pull a whole, like, everyone's friends thing, and it just did not feel right. Yeah, it, it did not. Um... Yeah, so a lot of their interactions, once they started talking about their suspicions on who the killer might be, got funky. <laughs> they got really, like, yeah. just... I fe- actually, not... Not odd. It, it got annoying. Like, just the way they're like, oh, like, you could be the killer. Like, I... Like, and it... It was... It, maybe it was, like, more... A delivery issue <laughs> like do you feel that way with um like uh when it's um Am- amber was the the one of the killers right yes um when she's in uh the basement yeah yeah the basement with that one girl when she goes to get another beer yes is it kind of yeah i'll fully admit yeah that that writing and that seems kind of weird this is like oh well uh don't you know you never come down to the basement uh, alone you know uh the killer could have just sneaked up on you and the girl's just like, well, then how do I know you're not the killer? And it, it's just a back and forth. And I, don't, I I feel like, don't get me wrong. Like, it could have been a really good scene. I just feel the writing could have been better. Yeah. Just maybe a little bit better. I feel like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if they could have revealed, like, done the reveal then with Amber. Probably not, though. I feel like my problem with, like, just the Scream series in general (laughs) is, like, I feel like you'd almost need three killers (laughs) to pull off the shit that they do. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of wish that, like, the killers are identified, like, literally back-to-back in every movie. I kind of wish that it was spread out. Like, I agree. I actually think it would have been a really cool idea if it was showcased that Amber was one of the killers right then and there in the basement. Yeah, like, because I, I, they had me fooled for, like, a second when they were down there having that conversation, and Amber's like, well, how do I know you're not the killer? And then he says, maybe, like, I am the killer. And I was like, oh! <gasps> Like, no, they didn't. And then turned out being fake. And I'm like, shit. Like, I would have loved if, like, maybe, like, they start laughing. Like, they start, you know, just laughing it off. And then all of a sudden, Amber just stabs her in the stomach. Yeah, or doing the, like, like the whole, um, when they were heading upstairs. And Mindy's like, all right, let's go back upstairs. And then, like, Amber stops. And she's like, mm, you first. Like, that would have been a great time to reveal that she was a killer. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, the that only one that great. went the only one that went downstairs after her was Richie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I think that, that would have been, like, freaking perfect. Yeah, dude. Oh, I absolutely agree. But I, I, I love that. I love the... The twist of, or not even, what, kind of a twist of Sam being 
Billy Loomis's daughter and kind of being yeah. haunted by him. Like it I feel maybe that that part was a little weird. <laughs> like That's why was fair. I mean being I feel for by him. Yeah, I mean I feel for the most part, at least to me, what they set up, they they pulled off pretty smoothly, pretty well. Yeah, I think one of the, like, a big issue that they had was when Sam revealed to Tara about her, like, real father and why their dad left the family. When they, when they did that, I feel like Tara's reaction was a little bit much. That's fair. Because, like, thinking about this chronologically, I would assume that Sam is, let's say, 23. Like, just in that range, right? Yeah. And Tara is. I would say a junior in high school. It's like 17? Yeah, 16, 17. Yeah. So if you go back to the time where Sam found out, she was 13. So that would put Tara at about 7 or 8? If I'm doing my math correctly. Yeah, so, so... No, yeah, that sounds right to me. So yeah, she would definitely be... Old enough to definitely understand what that means and what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just come from a uh, kind of household, or yeah, so like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I kind of had to learn the that kind of stuff very quickly, very young. Yeah, so it's it's like when she's like, well, "I don't understand why you didn't like come to me. You were seven. Like, seriously." I'm going to go to my seven-year-old sister and be like, hey, my dad's a serial killer? We could have handled it together. Bet you couldn't have. (laughs) 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 Like, like it felt like a really odd reaction. Like... like, Yeah, I'll fully admit when she likes... Why why didn't you tell me sooner? Like, I, I could have totally bought that. Like... But her being like, "Why didn't you tell me back then?" Yeah, I agree. Seven, and then like, bitch. yeah, and then her <laughs> screaming, "Get out! Get out!" I'm like, "Okay, whoa." Yeah. So I let me like do the math, like, because if we're saying like <laughs> 23, and we're saying she's 16, that's a seven year difference. So I'm sorry, she would have been six. Oh yeah, that's even worse. That is that is so much worse. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not telling a six year old that my that I just found out that my dad is not, or that person who I thought was my dad is not really my dad. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I wouldn't like you. You can't even tell six year old Santa's not real. That's true. I mean, if you want to, yeah, yeah, that's true. I sure hope we don't have any kids that listen to this. Oh, God, dude, I hope not either. I'm trying to think of, like, if (laughs) anyone that I know 
or that we know would listen to this with Dude, a child literally in the, the car. only people that I know that actually like listen to this on like a weekly basis is Sam. Sammy's dad. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure he's in on the secret. If you're not, I'm so sorry, Sam. Vic listens to this while he's working. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I Vic. do know he has he has a child in his and, life. And DJ. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, so I doubt he's going to listen to it with him in the car. Okay, good. Considering I've said then, the F word like three times on this, on this episode. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, DJ is, has a couple kid. I doubt he will listen to this with <laughs> kids in the, his vicinity. So I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank and you. then. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're good. I'm pretty sure we're good. <laughs> Dude, have you seen... Sorry, really quickly, off tangent. Have you seen the video going around... I don't even know if it's going around. Of, like, this priest that walks into a mall during Christmas time. um, And literally to a line... Like, a line of kids that are uh, lining up to go see Santa and sit on his lap. He shouts out, Santa's not real, kids. The only reason for Christmas is God. You got, uh, you know, come come unto Christ. Santa's not real. You've been lied to this whole time. Like, dude, you're a piece of shit. I would freaking You are a piece of shit. Yeah, dude. I'm sure a lot. Dude, I wish parents would have done it. Because he's a piece of shit. I would, like, I'd be that one parent that got out of line, freaking knocked his ass out, (laughs) and no one would tell on me. Oh, yeah, no. Like literally I, just I announced to, well like, now I the world for that like, nonsense. I don't him, know what he was saying. Freaking tackle him, choke him out, and be like, It's Krampus, run. There we go. Yep. It's one of Krampus's it's one of Krampus's uh workers. Kids. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Funny dude, what that dude honestly, you could actually play that off. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you've established Krampus um when your kids are younger, oh yeah, dude, you could totally play that off. That'd be hilarious. But, yeah. Dude, I will freaking beat the shit out of anyone who ruins that for my daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Or just my kids. Just my kids in general. Like, if you ruin Santa for my children, I will kill you. <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah, for anyone that ruins... Uh, to me... for And I, I, I just always feel so bad when a kid has to learn that Santa isn't real... From someone who isn't their parents. Um, I feel that's so sad. Or, or story time. Sorry, not just parents. Legal guardian. Yeah, story time. Oh God. I'm Koi, Koi learned that Santa wasn't real at school. Oh, Koi. Now, granted, Koi was excuse me fifteen. <laughs> oh, poor Koi. But his. Which is kind of shitty when you think about it, because he was in a in a special ed English class. Oh, that's where he found out. Yeah, so he was in an English class, and the assignment was: I want you to write about when you found out Santa wasn't real. And Koi raised his hand and was like, "Um, but Santa is real." <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for laughing. I know. <laughs> like 
I laugh every single time I tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> but he came home and he was just like distraught. <laughs> and then we, like my Okay, first of all, <laughs> fuck that teacher. Yeah, um... I know, right? <laughs> and <laughs> And so yeah, and so we we came home and my mom and my mom felt like she had to sit all of us down and have the Santa conversation with us. Like I already You and Coy are two years no, apart, right? I already or... knew. Bronson already knew. So it was just Coy. Okay. Well no, I'm I, I can't you and Coy are is it one or two years apart? Two years. Two years. And then you and Bronson are four years. Four years, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, so you were so you were seventeen then? Um yes. Okay. It actually might have been he might have been younger. Not much. Like I think I was sixteen, then Koi would have been fourteen. And then Bronson was twelve. But Bronson already knew. Okay. I don't and... know about you. Oh sorry, go. No, like, what were you saying? No, I was going to say, I don't know about you, but, like, going off, like, the prompt the teacher gave Koi in the class, um, don't, like, you know, of course, you know, when you're, uh, when you find out, it's like, okay, yeah, Santa isn't real. I'm sorry, I don't really like to remember the exact moment I found out Santa wasn't real. Yeah. I don't remember that shit, and I don't want to. I remember when I kind of pieced it together let me guess was it the writing on the presents uh that was no. kind of it for me it oh, really? actually was the same time i figured out the tooth fairy wasn't real uh, oh damn a double hitter <laughs> yeah so this is what like this is what happened i fit like i pieced together that tooth fairy wasn't real and then i was like like i kind of sat there and i'm like okay tooth fairy super magical who's uh, who else is on that that team and i was like okay easter bunny probably not real and then it's just like i worked my way up to santa because like santa was like the biggest one I'm, i was just like there's no way like he, there's no way he's real like shit <laughs> but what happened was i lost a tooth had it under my bed or under my pillow and i woke up in the morning and like kind of like just reached my hand there and it was still there and then i like and so and then i, I went back to bed and then i kind of woke up and because i felt and then like i woke up and my dad was kind of like hovering over me and then he was like <laughs> like i felt him i felt his hand under my pillow <laughs> And I like woke up and looked at him, and he's just like, "Hey, it's time to wake up." And then he like left. <laughs> then I like I reached under, and there was money, and I was just like, "Hmm." <laughs> and I I was giving my dad the side. What's eye the going rest. on? Yeah, I gave my dad the side eye like the rest of the night, <laughs> or the rest of the day. <laughs> oh my god, I love. That. <laughs> he he 
honestly probably could have gotten away with it had he just hidden. Like, had he freaking just, like, ducked down or something, I yeah. probably wouldn't have, like, thought about it twice. Okay. But it was just the fact that I was just, like, I woke up and saw him and felt, it was it was the fact that I felt his hand and saw yeah. him. If it would have been yeah. I just saw him or I just felt his hand, I probably would have believed in the Tooth Fairy for a good couple more years. <laughs> How old were you? Uh like nine okay damn it i'm sorry <laughs> that's dude that like that just sucks that it was a double hitter for you dude it was like a a yeah, shit ton of hitters yeah <laughs> because it was just like okay tooth fairy and then i just then i started logicking logicking i think that's the word I started to logic my way out of out of the Easter Bunny, and then like slowly like logic my way out of Santa, and I was just like, <sighs> that no, sucks. that ah, oh. and like I I was I was cool about it. I I didn't okay. I didn't tell my parents about it, <laughs> so I don't know when they believed I stopped believing in Santa. <laughs> okay, but it was it was like nine. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I had like a little glimmer of hope <laughs> that that Christmas, like just a little bit, and then like it just like the just the pieces weren't adding up, and I was just like, "Shit." <laughs> One of the biggest um, things that kind of led me to like kind of really thinking, okay, is Santa really real? Was when we were living in California and in Lamita, we didn't have a chimney. So I'm like, okay, the only way that he would be able to get in is if he cl- climbed through the kitchen window. And that's right above the sink. And I would assume that they'd probably be dishes in there so he would make a racket and it would wake us up. So I'm just like, that's, that's, that's kind of when I started to question it. Didn't the... Honestly, we didn't have a... a... Well, okay. We didn't have a... a a chimney either my dad always said that he just let santa in <laughs> oh yeah my parents never told me that which they should have yeah i would have believed that <laughs> like yeah we don't have a chimney he just comes to the front door yeah. <laughs> like i would so easily believe that <laughs> like honestly yeah like, like honestly I did. like even... i fell for it for <laughs> Dude, Forever. especially considering how small that kitchen window was, I'm just like, there's no way he's fitting his bag through that. But okay, then at but the same he can time, fit it through a chimney. <laughs> okay, you know what? Fair enough. Because we can think of like the freaking Santa Claus, how literally he can just squeeze his his ass just <laughs> straight on through. Ah, uh, gosh, that was a fun tangent. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Back to Scream. Anyway, yeah, back to Scream. Um, and back to writing. <laughs> um, yeah, I... With the issues that I had and not liking a lot of the extras, but really enjoying the lines that the legacy characters got and the two new main characters... Yes. I think I'm going to be about an 82. 
I think I'm going to go... Well... You know what? I'm going to match you. I'm going to go in 82 as well. Hell yeah. Alright, so that averages us out to an 82. Next up, we got acting. So, going with who... I'm assuming we all scored. We have... Neve Campbell, who played Sydney Sydney Prescott, Courtney Cox, who played Gail Weathers, David Arquette, who played Dewey Riley, Melissa Barrera, who played Sam Carpenter, Jack Quaid, who played Richie Kirsch, uh, Jenna Ortega, who played Tara Carpenter. Mikey Madison, who played Amber Freeman. Dylan Manette, who played Wes Hicks. Jasmine Savoy Brown, who played Mindy Meeks Martin. Mason Gooding, who played Chad Meeks Martin. And then Sonia Amar, who played Liv McKenzie. Then I'll just include these two, just because... Then Marley Shelton, who played Sheriff Judy Hicks. And then Skeet Ulrich, who played Billy Loomis. Alright, going off this, who's your top three? Unless they're all the uh, legacy, I'll, then I'll say top five. I'll, I'll go top five, just because okay. we have three legacy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Number one, I would give to Sam. I thought she was, she was great. Um... Two, uh, um, oh my god, what's her sister's name again? Tara. Tara. Yeah, two I would give to Tara. Three I would give to Dewey. I thought, he, yeah, I, I feel out of the three legacy characters, I feel he had the most to do. And I, I loved him in this movie. Um, four, you know what, four, I'll give to, um, uh, oh my god, Sydney, uh, Neve Campbell. And then f- uh, five, I will give to. Hmm. Who would I give to number five? Did I really like? Uh, the uh, twin sister. What's her name? Uh, Mindy. Mindy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um. Don't get me wrong, Courtney Cox was really good as Gail in this once again, but I, I don't know, she just didn't stand out to me that much. That's honestly fair. She did not have as much to do as the other. Like she was I feel like she was just there to tell Sydney that she kinda, died. She she was kind of there just cuz it's like well you you can't bring back just Sydney and Dewey. You you, you have to bring back Gail too. Yeah. Interesting top five, though. Um, my number one. I'm actually I'm gonna give to Richie. That's fair. He, he was great. Jack Quaid was incredible, dude. He's such a good actor. He really is. Like, oh my god. And he does so much stuff. Like, he does voice acting. Like, he's acts in, like, super violent shows. Like, 
and movies, I guess. This movie was Yeah, I was going to say, like, like this movie? <laughs> yeah, but he also does, like, kids' shows. He does rom-coms. Like, there hasn't been a single thing that he's been in that I haven't liked. That's awesome. Like, shit. I'm, I'm looking at all this. Yeah, I'm looking at his, um, his IMDb page. Yeah, he's he's done some really good stuff, and it's I feel like his like standout was in the boys, as when he like really became like prominent. I've never seen that, so really good, know. really good. If you get that, it, that's what I've heard. It. Um, it's just kind of like an R-rated Justice League. <laughs> All right, yeah, but I'm sold. better. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah, it's kind of like if like an R-rated Justice League, and following the team of normal people that are trying to kill them. <laughs> okay, I like. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but he does like a lot of like voice work. And just like a bunch of different stuff. Like he's such a good actor. Um, he was in the Hunger Games. Like that was one like one of his first roles. Oh my god, yeah, he was um Marvel from a uh, District Two, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, um But yeah, like are you kidding? Yeah, I knew I recognized his face. Okay, yeah, that's what I recognize him from. Yeah, and his uh his parents are Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. So he has some freaking good oh, acting that's awesome. legacy behind him. Dude, yeah, no kidding. That's that's badass. Yeah, but him like he did a really good perform like he made me question my decision on whether it was him a lot. And that like the re the only reason that I like suspected him from the get go was actually it wasn't even the get go. I didn't start suspecting him until Dewey <laughs> said like like how long have you known him? And she's like six months. I'm like, oh it's him <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, it, like, and he just kept ma- making me question whether it was real. I'm like, there's no way that they're going to do the boyfriend again. <laughs> and then, like, they would just do, like, just these little things. Like, wh- the way that he was, like, watching all of the, sc- the Stab movies. I'm like, that's mighty suspicious and super inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. But he... Like I said, made me question it like a lot, way up to until the end of the movie. <laughs> like I had such a hard time putting him as like my final suspect. Like I thought it was going to be, uh, Liv and Amber, because I was suspicious from Amber from like the beginning, the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, I um. Yeah, so loved him, loved his performance, and even when he started going like super crazy at the end, it wasn't like overdone. Like Amber. Yeah, Amber was a lot. 
<laughs> and the way that she died, first off, how in the ever-living shit did she catch fire so quick? <laughs> you know, like, fair they, enough. Did they, like, dump her with, like, oil or something that I missed? Because she seemed extremely flammable. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Man, I'll have to watch this movie again. <laughs> to see. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I had to admit something. <laughs> like, she just, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She lit up like a freaking Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, when she goes freaking running with her burnt face, I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Once but again, anyway. little too much. Yeah, little too much. Yeah, so Richie's my number one. My number two, I'd actually give to Tara. Like, Jenna Ortega, dude. She is an up-and-comer. Oh, yeah. She really is. Dude, you know who I would love to see her play if... If she looked a little older, hmm. I would love to see her play Black Cat in the MCU. Ooh. I think she would do such a good job. Yeah, I'm liking that quite a bit. Yeah, my only problem with that is that she looks young. But she, she would do incredible. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, so I I would give it to Tara, my number two. Number three? I'd have to give to Dewey. Um, I thought he slipped back into the, the role damn near flawlessly. Yeah, absolutely agree. Like, he just... He gave the 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 humor that I have come to expect from Dewey as a character, but also has a level of wisdom that he hasn't had in previous iterations. And so it's just seeing that growth of character was really nice, and he, he played it off so well. And number four... Number four I'm going to give to Sam. Um... I think she did really well for the a leading lady. Um, I don't know if this is her first time being a leading lady. Let's see. <laughs> oh, not quite. She was Vanessa in In the Heights. Oh my god, she was. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Her acting was way better in this movie than it was in In the Heights. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that I don't think that's her fault. I think it's how her character was written. Very much so. Very much so. So Yeah, she did an incredible job this go around. Like played all the the scenes bit. I think maybe a little on the dry side. If that's fair. I had any complaints about her, it'd be that. But other than that, she did really well. And then, last, I, I have to give it to, to Sydney. Yeah, Neve Campbell definitely came back and made the character her own once again. 
Yeah, with a she came back with a vengeance too. Yeah, um, absolutely. I would say my only problem isn't actually isn't necessarily with her. Like it's it's her and Gail got stabbed and shot. <laughs> That's true. So it's just like the way that they were just like standing and like perfectly fine, like not no one came to check on them in the freaking ambulance. Yeah, whereas when she gets stabbed in Scream 4, you could definitely tell that she's Jack affected. <laughs> yeah, it that she's affected. Yeah, so... Other than that, like, great performance. What kills this movie, for me, is the extras. Yeah, I, I yeah, I can definitely agree with that. They like Mindy and Chad were just like too stereotypical. Just like the the movie buff and the the jock, they're just too much. Liv was just like, what in the actual hell? I don't. Like, I think I, I like read on her. That's fair. I mean, I don't. I don't know. For me, I think I kind of like. Mindy for the fact that she knew so much about like everything horror movies from remakes to reboots to even just reboots in general that aren't even horror movies like they actually bring up Ghostbusters answer the call in this movie it's kind of weird but no it was cool yeah (laughs) um so I, I think that's the fact alone as to why I liked her character so much yeah but I mean Liv on the other hand was just Way too much. The way that, like, the interaction that Liv and Mindy had, where Liv was basically like, you know what happens to the expert, and, like, acting super, like, killer-like. Yeah, like, I remember that. It, it, I stopped, like, I had, like, some mild suspicions about her Yeah. that were completely stomped out as soon as she started acting like that. I'm like, no, it's not her. Like, she's trying too hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, and that's even, like, accepting the fact that Mindy was the next, like, targeted person. Yeah, it's true. Like, that, it just felt like I was, like, they were trying to trick me. And I'm like, yeah, not falling for your shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then Amber. Amber was fine, but she was just, like, super bitchy the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, she was. Like, she just was, like, upset at everyone, giving everyone a freaking hard time. Dude, yeah, she was such a bitch to Sam. She's just like, oh, I know what's best for your sister. I'm, no, you don't. Uh, first I can off, clearly say- you're a child. Yeah. <laughs> And like, and second of off, second off, you're a freaking bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it almost didn't make sense why she was trying to, like, push Sam away. Because what if Sam just went away? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, it was, it's super hard. Like, Richie, I could totally believe being, like, like, kind of mastering this little scheme. 
Amber was a completely different story. I'm like, I don't know how the hell you thought you could pull this off. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But yeah, and then I had I had my issues with the sheriff. Wes was just like such a small part of this movie that it felt kind of like no point for him to be there. Which really sucks because um, what's his name? Daniel Dylan or sorry, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan Manet. Such a an incredible up and coming actor, young actor, whatever. Um, I seriously wish that he had a bigger role. I love. I, I think he's such a great actor. Yeah, he he's pretty good. So it was kind of a shame to see him wasted here. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think I'm like a 78 <laughs> for acting. That's... I'm pretty low, and that's just because the the extras brought it down that much. Yeah, I think I'll go like a little higher. I'll go. I'll go an 80. Yeah, I told you my 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 future scores were going to make up for that really high yeah, score. Yeah, you weren't grade. kidding. Like <laughs> god damn. Uh all right, next up we got Logic. So did the movie follow its own rules? I I'd say so. Um that's uh, where I, I'm not sure they did. Okay. They okay. they set this in like a realistic world where you're and I feel like the amount of damage that some people took and lived was too much you know fair enough like okay I no joke watching this movie I thought Wes was gonna live the, yeah you know what I thought the same thing like not all lie. the damage that everyone before him took and not died I thought Wes was going to live, despite everything we saw. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, honestly, th- thinking about that scene, how his mom is uh, stabbed on the front lawn, or the front doorstep, whatever, um, and, you know, Ghostface just keeps stabbing her in her uh, chest area. Um, and the fact that she dies from... Wait, what? No, I, I completely forgot about that. Like, the fact that that. she... Wait, what? I said, I have thoughts about that scene, so... No, like, the fact that she dies from him him or her... I I forget who was in the uh, Ghostface costume at that point. But the fact that she dies from Ghostface stabbing her multiple times, but yet Tara, at the beginning, does not die from Ghostface stabbing her multiple times. I don't know. That... Dude, big problem? So Tara freaking called the cops, and the cops got there before she, like, actually died, right? Yeah. Her, the freaking sheriff called for units at her house immediately while she was driving to said house and somehow got stabbed to death in broad daylight. Yeah, how the hell did no one come out and see this shit? Are you kidding me? Like, my neighbors can't freaking water their lawn without me seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> so, her getting stabbed to death, and then 
Ghostface somehow had enough time to pull some weird Chucky shit on on Wes. Yeah. Like, is the response time in that town that awful? <laughs> Apparently. Woodsboro Excuse you, your PD boss give called shit. you. <laughs> like, you're telling me there was no one on patrol that could have gotten there within, like, a few minutes? Like, five minutes max. I probably could have ordered a pizza by the time <laughs> it took the cops to get there. <laughs> oh, shit. In broad freaking daylight, dude. Like, yeah. What? It's yeah. It's it's bullshit. Like, it would have made sense for if they did like reverse. Like, if they killed Wes first and then killed the sheriff, then I probably okay. could have accepted it a bit more. But it's just the fact that they. They had it so it was just like so long before they killed or before Ghostface killed Wes. Yeah. Like after A stabbing <laughs> Judy like in broad daylight. Like if they, if you would have swapped that up, I probably would have believed you a bit better. But yeah, that was my biggest like logic drop. Yeah, yeah, along with same the, for me. Yeah, along with like people getting stabbed multiple times and living through it. <laughs> like, what's Dude, the honestly, kill the count way in this that... movie three? It seems like it. Dude, honestly, Tara coming back from her stab wounds, I'm just like, okay, if that if we're going with that, even though I'm he was actually, you know what? Maybe he was stabbed that many times. The freaking uh, guy that uh, Michael Myers drags uh, over to the table and heaps him over and literally stabs like five freaking knives into him. Hell, he should still be alive. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, freaking Ghostface doesn't know how to go for the arteries. <laughs> No. <laughs> does not. Uh, I love Michael Myers just starts from the top and just goes down. He's like, okay, I'm bound to get it, you know, at some point. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really liked, um, that they did follow some sort of logic was when they were going through or when um Tara was at the hospital and using the wheelchair and you could like like the way that she was just like in pain like while rolling herself around that was intense that was that was handled very very well yeah and i love that like they showed shots of her hand as it started to bleed yeah like oh my gosh like that looked <laughs> like it hurt oh yeah like ugh. like and i feel like that just like isn't a tribute to uh, Jenna Ortega's acting ability because she made it seem like it freaking hurt. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like honestly, my other, my biggest complaints with this is just the shit that people survive. Yeah, like Mindy getting stabbed in the shoulder. Completely get it. Her brother getting stabbed in the back. No. <laughs> yeah. That, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. You ain't coming back from that. Yeah. I'm no, not buying it. Um, Dude, I can't wait to see Cinema Sins talk about like how people survive the deaths in this movie or the kills. I know. I can't wait to see Dead Meats video oh, yeah. on this. <laughs> He'll add one. He's just like, what? What the hell? That wasn't it. This is bullshit. Dude, like the kill count, like from beginning to end, Tara got attacked, didn't die. Then it was the, the douchebag. So that's uh, one. Vince. So, yeah, Vince de- is dead. Then, then, who gets attacked after that? I'm pretty sure after that is the sheriff. So, the sheriff for so some. She, yeah, sheriff and Wes die. All the friends are still alive. And then Amber and Richie die. Oh, and Dewey. Oh, and Dewey. And Dewey. So, six. That's not a super high kill count. <laughs> no, it's not. Dude, you didn't even make it into double digits. Yeah. Like, you should have... You should, you could have gotten away with killing a lot more people. Yeah. Freaking pussies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have killed Chad off. Or just had him die. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have killed Gail, too. <laughs> Oh, and like, leave Cindy as the the sole survivor. Yep. No, fair like, enough. I think there's I think there's just something poetic about that. Yeah, I I would absolutely agree. I thought this movie was going to have the freaking balls to kill Sydney. Dude, uh, you know what I was about to say, dude. I'm like I'm thinking Halloween Ends might have the balls to do that, but then I'm just like, wait, Halloween Resurrection kind of already did that, but in like the stupidest way possible. So, God, I hate how Laurie Strode dies in that movie. (laughs) So much. (laughs) That movie was so bad. (laughs) Anyway, Uh. yeah, so, I mean, they did not do a good job at keeping true to, like, what damage kills people versus what damage doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Unfortunately for that, I'm pretty low too. Like I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm not like as low as like acting. I'm, I'm somewhere in like the writing area, maybe like an eighty-four. Hey, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Alrighty, that averages our logic category to an eighty-four. Uh, moving on over to effects. They were pretty solid in this. Yeah. The, yeah, the practical effects looked freaking great. Um, yeah, I don't even know if they... Ha- did they have any, like, special effects? I don't think they did. I, um, I didn't notice any. The only no, I didn't either. I, like, I, I can think of is the de-aging of Billy Loomis. Yeah, and even that looked pretty good. Yeah. So... I mean, everything looked freaking incredible. Dude, on, yeah. Like, all the kills looked incredible. They were brutal as all hell. I can't remember. Uh, we talk about, like, if, like, we liked any, like, shots or anything with effects, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, it, uh, it, 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 effects kind of 
pulls in cinematography in a way too. So okay, cool. Um, because I know it's in the trailer, but that scene where Tara, um, Tara's like starting to crawl away from Ghostface, and you see him get up slowly and just start walking over to her. Such a badass scene. I I just love the camera work. Just oh, I love it. Oh hell yeah. Um, dude, speaking like if we're talking favorite shots. I freaking loved the shot when Sam realizes which house she's in. Yes. Oh, dude, thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot about that shot. Dude, did you catch that at all? Or were you just as, like, shocked as I was? No, I, no dude, I was shocked, too. Because I'm pretty sure, wasn't it repainted? I don't think it, I don't think it was the same colors it, from the original. No, it wasn't the same colors at all yeah it it was like same layout and everything and I was yeah because like, yeah when Whoa. they when she did that i'm like oh my god yeah same staircase i'm like how how the hell did i not pick up on this dude just that that reveal and like as it like it's zooming out like the front door and she's just stand, like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah oh such a great shot like what a oh. great pan out oh i love it Dude, like when Sydney freaking like when they were driving and they're like, "Where is she?" and they saw on the map, I was like, "Nah, oh, nah," <laughs> and then they like, yeah, my mind was freaking blown. I was like, "Ah, oh my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, like so good, so good. Ah, oh, um. Yeah, other like special effects. Other than the stabbings, there wasn't a whole lot of special effects, but no. everything looked really good. Yeah, blood looked really good. Yeah, the DH Billy looked super good. I think I, I had a little bit of a prop. I I didn't know who it was at first. Like, did you? No, I mean, because I didn't even realize that uh, it was the actual act, the original actor that they just de-aged him. I thought that it was a completely new actor that they had brought in to play Billy Loomis. Okay, that's what I initially thought too. Like I like just after recording, I figured that out. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, so I didn't realize that was Billy at all. Like until I mean, they I... until they said. I I only remember the only I feel I feel the only way that like you kind of like really know it is him is like he's wearing like the classic white shirt that he had in the first movie and there's blood on it. I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 that's Billy. Yeah. So, other than that, I mean, I have no problems giving the effects a super high score. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think. I'm gonna go ninety-five. Yeah, I'll match that too. Hell yeah! So our effects score is ninety-five. Moving on over to music, I'll say I feel like they did a really good job. Yeah, I mean, I feel. I mean, of course, the score was amazing. I feel the biggest thing that like jumped up to me was what I brought up earlier. They them using the red right hand. Uh, song which every time they use that in a screen movie it just makes me super happy um so yeah that that, that definitely 
raises it up for me. Yeah, same here. The only thing that like it didn't have for me was a catchy song. Like, and I know that that it's just that song just didn't resonate with with me as no, hard as fair. it did you. No, no, um, that's fair. I mean, but like, I I feel like the scream movies, uh, sometimes they're like themes that they go with. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, really get stuck in your head. Whereas, you know, like with Halloween, the classic theme song, like, you catch yourself like humming that. Yeah, I think that what was lacking <clears throat> with with this, actually, it, I let me let me take that one back. In previous movies, screen movies, what was lacking was like a solid track. Like I feel like the use of music wasn't as good as it was in this one. Okay. So I think for music, I'm like right on the border of giving it a nine, but I think I have to give it an eight. Like it, it was really, really good. It was so good, but it's just I, the lack of soundtrack or the lack of like memorable song. But they, I know, I'm on the same boat as I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. giving it. I'm, I'm gonna give it a nine. Damn, you're gonna because I'm actually giving it an eight. Cause, Are you really? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, even with the, you know, like, the classic Red Right Hand song, that's really the only thing that really stood out to me with the soundtrack. Don't be wrong, it's good. Um, but uh, that that's, like, the biggest thing that jumps out to me. And I, I don't know, I feel that's not worthy of a 9, but it's still worthy of a high grade with an 8. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Cause, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that, that averages us out to an 8, because... We round down. Yes. All right, moving on over to costumes. I think the biggest one was Ghostface, which you and can't get Ghostface wrong. No, and it looks just as great as ever. I love the Ghostface costume so much. Yeah, it's just as haunting, too. It, it is. Oh. Like, they do such a good job at making that, like, terrifying. Yeah, they oh, they really do. So I'm like, sorry. It, I'm oh sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying like it's just that like the big freaking cloak, the combat boots, like they just go crazy with that. It's they uh, and it's just so iconic. I uh, yeah, I, I love it so much. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm out of ten just for Ghostface alone. I I'm going. I'm 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 at a nine. That's fair. Just just because like I'm taking everyone else's costumes into account. Okay, no, so that's fair. Um, so yeah, I'm going to a nine, which would average us out to a nine. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were giving costumes a nine. I yeah, am, but eight. like if no, like algorithm stuff oh okay makes sorry it, makes it easier than <laughs> that yeah okay yeah that's fair sorry i was confused myself um all right last up we got our own personal score for it 
I'll I'll Gummy. take this one first. I I want to okay. hear your thoughts just because okay. you're more familiar with the the other scream movies. Okay. Or you've had longer to like dwell on them than I have. <laughs> no. Um, I'm glad I was able to introduce you though to this franchise. Oh yeah, such such a good franchise. Um. Just to start off, I think I'm sitting at a at an 87 for my personal score. I had a ton of fun with this movie. It was such a good sequel, exceeded my expectations tenfold. Um probably my new favorite scream movie. <laughs> like I probably go 5 4 1 I forget which one's like the shitty one. Is it three? Okay, yeah. So five, five, no. Yeah, five, four, one, two, three. <laughs> um, that's my my new scream ranking. But like, yeah, just the, the stuff that they were able to pull off, and like. I feel like that's like a big thing right now is doing like what this one claims to be a requel. <laughs> like, cause they freaking killed it with, with Ghostbusters afterlife. And I feel like we've had like a bunch of other movies like this that, and they're just killing it. They are just killing it. Like hitting all of the nostalgic notes that you you'd want them to hit including all the things you'd want them to include and just giving us like a super killer like conclusion like just so well done so well done uh so yeah with that i'm giving it an 87 all right um i am a little lower uh i am giving it an 85 uh yeah i absolutely agree with everything caleb says um one thing i will change is that this this isn't my favorite scream movie i can completely understand why it is because it, it is such a great sequel uh scream 4 is definitely still my favorite i just love everything that 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 one did um but this is definitely up there like honestly i i feel my ranking would probably be four one five two three that's yeah that, that, that's probably where i put it I mean, um, need to go back and rewatch them because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a a while. I hadn't I haven't seen the other four since we watched them. Okay, so I probably should have gotten a, a refresher course. <laughs> You're good. I mean, honestly, I should have too. I th I can't remember. Did I send you the digital code for the first one at least? I want to say yes, but I'm not sure it worked because I don't recall seeing that on my list. Okay. I mean, I have another copy of it, so I'll just send, I'll send you that code as well. Just hopefully that one works. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, super solid fifth movie. Um, if this is the end, terrific ending. Um, and if there is going to be a sixth one, I really hope it delivers as well as this one does. Cause th th yeah, the, Ever since from like four and five have been so, so good. And the fact that we came from 
Scream 3 to Scream 4 and 5 is like amazing in its own right for how great these last two movies have been. Um, so yeah. Dude, I would love for them to continue this series. Like, I think the yeah, Scream... Yeah, too. I think the Scream franchise has a lot of... I mean, not like a lot, a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> it gives you like a decent enough sandbox to play in. That's fair. Like following like a certain formula, but I do feel like you do get to that point where you can't do the crazy movie references anymore because very few movies have ever gone that long or series just movie. Like, I think the only one you'd like, if you did a sixth one, I feel like the only thing you could compare it to is Harry Potter. Do <laughs> you know, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, or anything like MCU related. <laughs> like there you there's nothing else to compare it to. Like you can't yeah. do the whole requel thing. Yeah, that's yeah. So, I mean, unless you just wanted to like to start over from square one or or whatever, but I feel like it'd be super hard to because of the of Gail's decision to keep the uh the killer's anonymous the, yeah just, that, that I, that's true yeah i just don't know where you take it that would make sense yeah yeah no but, yeah that's I mean, very I true like it, i would be turned off to seeing that though so to seeing a sixth one <laughs> yeah no no i get you just because this one like was really good <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no that, that that's absolutely fair um, but yeah, so 85 for me. All right. Well, that averages our personal score to an 86. And that concludes this week's breakdown. So the final All Bros letter grade for Scream 2022 has come to a B+. Plus. Hell yeah. Yeah, so this is sitting at an 86.56%. Not too shabby. That I'm surprised it got that high. That yeah, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, that was it was Yeah. It was it very surprising for me. Like I thought it was go- I knew it was going to do well. Just because it's it is a really good movie, I just I thought it was going to end up in the B range. So, <laughs> all right, so this puts it, yeah. So Scream twenty twenty two at an eighty six point five six percent is below Frozen two, which is at an eighty six point five nine. It is below In the Heights. Which is at an 86.81. Okay. It's below Nobody, which is at an 87. It is also below Halloween from 1978, which is at an 87.06. And then finally, it is below Psycho, which is at an 87.10. You know, honestly, thinking about it now... Considering that we broke down the original um, Halloween 
Phil, we should do the same thing with Scream. I would be very down for that. Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'll uh I'll put that on our uh list of like other movies to do. Sweet. Cool. And see if we can like squeeze it in somewhere. Yeah. Alright. So now get into what this is above. <laughs> uh oh. There's gonna be some problems. This puts it above the Lovebirds, which is at an eighty six point five four. Okay. Puts it above the Lego movie two, which is at an eighty six point five. Puts it above Captain Marvel. And Sing 2, which are both at an 86.25. And it puts it above Spider-Man Homecoming, which is at an 86.22. Oh, Vic's going to kill us. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to perform his own Woodsboro Massacre. This is our our second B-plus movie recently that scored Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah. And then just for shits and giggles, it's above Nightmare on Elm Street, which is at an 86.12%. No offense to the original, but I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Okay. For those of you who want to throw a bitch fit over where this is placed, our... The difference between Scream and Spider-Man Homecoming is 0.3%. Damn. Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming is at an 86.2, is at like an 86.2, where Scream is at an 86.5. It's seriously 0.3%. Like, it's not even a full, like, even the bottom B-plus movie is not even a full percentage away. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Like, if I wanted to... Let's see. There are... Yeah, there are nine movies above Scream 2, or Scream, before you get one percentage away. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, like, our margins, like, this is just like freaking breadcrumbs <laughs> of like a difference. <laughs> like, just like they're so freaking mild. So, like, when people like anytime someone wants to like throw a fit, and I'm like, like it's so funny because like they see the ranking and they're like, "What? That's bullshit!" And then I like show them like the score or the percentage and they're like well i guess (laughs) (laughs) like it's just it's so so tight like i feel like we could just take out the like if we were just around these it would just it'd be a completely different ball game but i'm not going to do that because i like the super tight percentages (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so that's where uh scream 2022 is is placed all right oh yeah 
Uh, well, I would say that concludes this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you hear, want to hear more, be sure to follow us uh, basically wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, etc., etc. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube if that is your preferred listening spot. Um, and be sure to follow us on our all of our social media um, where you can uh, DM us with uh, episode ideas, answer our questions of the week, all that fun jazz. Uh, those are Facebook for facebook.com forward slash the all bros, Twitter and Instagram at the all bros, and also TikTok. Uh, we are uh, at the all bros. So yeah, be sure to check out our TikTok. I have seen the um, ones you've posted a couple times. Hell yeah. Awesome. They'll show up on my For You page here and there. <laughs> Dude, for a second, the one person that po- I think it's still one comment that posted on the previous video I posted. Um, I didn't realize. It. Yeah, I was just like, okay, damn, that's so rude. So I was like, honestly, like ready to just block him. But then I realized it was your dad. I'm like, okay. All right, fine. I'll keep Dave's comment. Like, what else were we expecting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. But um, you can also uh, email us at theallbrowschannel.com if you would prefer to uh, get us your episode ideas or answer our questions of the week that way. Um, You can also. (laughs) Yeah, when we post them. (laughs) I love how we posted one and then we've gone like two weeks without (laughs) posting another. But. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get better, we promise. At least we hope so. Um, if you want to check out our website, uh, we are tinyurl.com forward slash the all rows, um, where you can, if you would prefer to get your uh, merchandise that way, considering that's the best way to actually get the design that you want. Stupid companies taking down, uh, other designs by Caleb. Um, so yeah, you can, uh, go there, fill out what you want. We'll get that made for you. But if you prefer to actually check out our official store, we are tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Alboros channel. But I know Caleb is uh, working on getting us moved to Teespring. So, Yeah, it gets harder the more <laughs> artworks I make. Not too interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, dude, I applaud you for being able to keep up with this stuff. You're amazing. Uh, I'll um, try. <laughs> Uh, next week uh, on the podcast, we'll be breaking down Ron's Gone Wrong. Hell which, um, yeah. I am so excited to see this movie, considering dude, this, this made Caleb's top so 10 good. last year. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to watch it. I'm so excited. Um, so if you guys want to watch that, it is on Disney Plus right now. So Do it. Do yourself yeah. the favor. It is so good. <laughs> um. So, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to conclude this uh, week's podcast. Uh, until next time, I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we will see you guys next week. Uh, so long. I don't know Deuces. why that. <laughs> I don't know why I stuttered so much. <laughs>